welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hi, community. This is Parker. I want to tell you about a new series exclusively about paint correction. So if you want to hear tips, techniques, and trends on paint correction, tune in weekly to the Paint Assassin's Hour. Okay, enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm very thankful that you're along in this journey with Nick and I as we are going through helping young detailers. Uh, to guide you through this process, Nick can be reached at Vegas.rides on most platforms or shoot him a email, Nick at Vegasrides.com. You can reach me at Total Auto Solutions if you find me on Instagram uh, or if you want to do a TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App or just shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Nick, before we get into it, uh, it is a very jolly season coming up. Oh, can't hear me? No, you're you're kind of breaking up. You gotta let it sync up or something. It's not getting a good feed. I'm not sure. There you go. All right. Uh as we uh get into the holiday season, uh when you are a little child, let's let's go back to Nick as a uh, young lad. What was the best Christmas present that you ever got that you remember the most? Uh, you know, I was into hoops when I was a kid, so I got a pair of Air Jordans for Christmas once. You know, that was a big deal. I mean, it was Air Jordans were a big deal. They were a big deal, yeah. and you know, that's when people were like, you know, going crazy over them and snatching people up in the streets and getting in fights and that kind of thing. That and you know, for those that I think they're back in style now, but remember starter jackets? Oh yeah, I was you not. Know. I didn't. I, I wasn't a starter jacket wearer, but they were very popular. They're popular. So I, for me, it was a Jordans, you know, I just loved hoops. So having basketball shoes and having them be Jordans, it was, you know, one of those special things you get for Christmas. You know, some people say video game stuff, but that, that probably for me was the, the number one. My most memorabilia was, and it was because too, I watched the Christmas story a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I got the red rider. Rider BB gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had it all there. You know, I, was, I, I remember yeah. going out to, I was at uh, my grandma, grandparents lived in Stillwater, Oklahoma, where Oklahoma State is. Yeah. My grandfather was a wrestler there. And uh, he, he, we had the, you know, they didn't live out of town, but there was just a nice little patch of woods, you know, like every once in a while, just like this little yeah. section. So, you know, it was a big deal. I got to go shoot it, you know. And, yeah, you know, for sure. It's weird. Christmas, Christmas, you don't remember many of them. You just remember like these select little things that happened, uh, you know, in a, in a time when you were this age and you, then you forget what age, but you can always remember this one gift and you know, it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. You, you are now entering as a father, a, uh, yeah. a unique part of the holiday season as I, you know, having children that are older, we we go at it a different way. You know, we're, we're a little different. I don't, I don't even put up a tree. My kids just know Santa doesn't come and you know, I just get them what they, you know, I, yeah, it's kind of is what it is, but you know, there, there is some of that fun times of the kids opening up presents and all that. So 
Thinking of it though, as a business owner, uh, you know, we want to kind of dive into how do we handle the holiday seasons? What does it look like for us? Uh, it, I think it's a interesting time, especially for young detailers in the business, a lot of pressure let's go on if they're, you know, single or if they're married, you know, there can definitely oh, yeah. be some different, uh, situations there where it might be, <laughs> well, Interesting. So we're yep. going to hit this pretty quick. Let's go fast and uh, we'll get back out to celebrating however we choose. Uh, first oh, yeah. off, do you do Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays as, as a business owner? Have you found that to be, a, I think, used to be a lot more of a bigger issue. Now, I think Happy Holidays just seems to have overtaken it all. But how do yep. you handle it as a business? Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? Happy Holidays. Uh, it, it's not, I'm not going to draw, you know, we've kind of talked about this and other aspects of business where you're going to draw the line on things. Uh, I'm not drawing some line on Merry Christmas. It's not worth the conversation to me. If we uh, put out stuff, it's Happy Holidays because uh, it actually encompasses more. So, you know, from a business owner perspective, Happy Holidays kind of helps you because starting about Thanksgiving, you know, you can say happy holidays and, and kind of move on with your life. If you've already wished somebody happy holidays, you don't have to follow up at every little turn and things like that. So they know you've kind of done your deed, but yeah, I just, to me, I just, I'm not going to have that argument. I realize some people may disagree with that, but as a business owner, as a fairly large business owner, I'm not going to pick that battle. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting, especially, you know, as I was much younger and as it was starting to grow through and remember, you know, completely raised very conservative and it wasn't until over the past couple of years that it kind of more moved away from that. And, you know, for us, it was a very big deal. I mean, we almost had to make a company stance that we're going to be ones that wish Christ Moss, you know, like yeah. more of that into the season. And, and it is it, it's interesting though, when you look at it from a business side, where does it draw lines for people? Is that something that we really want to be interjecting or, you know, it, so not a, not a rabbit we wanted to chase in this episode, no. but it, it is interesting to think about. Uh, so yep. appreciate you, you giving your feedback. So what about with team members? Uh, you know, it, cool things that you do. I think you've got a unique uh, situation where you, you set out more time for them. Um, yeah. Walk us through that in a, in a quick little moment. How do you, how do you, so how'd you come up with that? So I made a lot of mistakes. You know, th this is a conversation we've had before. If you're going to advance in business, you got to just say, Hey, this is where I screwed up. You got to rectify it and move on. I used to push people 24 seven. You know, when I first started my business, like many business owners, you get in your head that every minute is a business hour to everybody. The problem is they don't own the business. So it isn't business hour for them. So, you know, a lot of people want to work a nine to five. And so if you become that car detailing company, that's asking people to work at midnight and it seems really great. And you think you're doing great because you're putting in these long hours, you're just going to burn team members. And the same goes what around. About letting them off at like three o'clock on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's pretty nice, isn't it? Two hours early. <laughs> yeah. I, I look, I've done it all. And I was a real, I, I made a lot of mistakes. And so what happened is as I started to listen to some of the things people said to me as maybe they exited the company and they weren't jerks about it, they just said, Hey man, you know, want to give you some advice, some things that rubbed me the wrong way. You know, every now and then you'll have somebody leave your company that'll actually say some meaningful stuff if they're not leaving in a bad way. Now, some people just don't call, don't show or whatever happens to you. But sometimes you're with somebody, they're in your company a year, they decide to move on. 
you leave on good terms and they give you some insight into some things that rub them. And, you know, look, man, you start pushing people around certain holidays, you know, here in Vegas, in the Southwest, 4th of July is very, very celebrated, meaning people go down to Lake Havasu or what they love 4th of July. So we don't even have to think about Christmas. There's a few times a year when we have just learned our customers are going to be hard to get a hold of. Our customers are going to want to enjoy family time. My people want to enjoy family time. And you got to find that balance. And people always give generic answers, but here's the balance. You detailing a car on Christmas Eve is never going to outweigh the inconvenience to your customer because it's Christmas Eve for them too. And they usually have plans. And your guys are going to be pissed off they have to work on Christmas Eve. So what's the win? You put 500 bucks in your pocket, you put a thousand bucks in your pocket, but you piss everybody off. What's the payoff in the end? And so there are certain holiday seasons. Thanksgiving was one. We don't go back to work the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's just a logical time for everybody to take a moment and enjoy life. Same is going to happen this week and next week, because not all the time does New Year's Eve and this stuff fall the way that it does. So we have two three-day weeks coming up in my company. We're going to work our tails off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of all three of all two weeks. But New Year's Eve, I'm not going to have guys come in. I don't care whether you celebrate it. I don't care whether you're going out. I'm just going to tell people to enjoy their life. I am not, at this point, 10 years into business ownership, as strict as I was about people putting in hours during these types of times, because it actually never really pays off. If you look at it properly, it never pays off. Somebody gets pissed, whether that's a customer, they don't want you around, you kind of forced them into something, they felt obligated to do it, or your guys are pissed off they had to work. And so this time of year, we will take time off. Usually, and it will be different this week, I or this year, I took my guys to uh, a very, very nice steak dinner. We didn't do like Christmas party at a bar or anything like that. I always thought, hey, let's go to a five-star restaurant. You know, let's go get some nice steaks. Let's enjoy the night. We're not together for eight hours. It's, it's a normal dinner schedule. Everybody can kind of go home. But I actually never did spouses. I just wanted to be with, with, with my team members. And so I, that kind of rubbed people. They have a different opinion on that. But I wanted my team to realize I'm thanking you and like, hey, I want this to feel close knit. I want this to feel like we're a part of this together. Um, the people putting in the time. And, you know, if I start inviting spouses financially, I might have to step down what I'm able to give my own team members uh, financially there. So yeah, we take a lot of time off during this Thanksgiving to new year time. And, and I would say that is very unique, right? I mean, most people, myself have always included in the past has always just been go until you can, you know, hop out. And for me, I always thought, well, you know, if it's Christmas Eve at noon, you know, or just a little bit earlier. So I, I, it has been interesting to understand the way you've processed and the way you've ran your company. And I think that's a very good thing for detailers to, well, listen, you, you might literally start trying to adapt that the best you can, as quick as you can. It might also help, you know, Nick, like, like I said, you're going to start having some a little bit more interesting holidays or let's just say Christmas yeah. to be, you know, specific with, you know, 
different things that might happen around the holidays and young kids. So, you know, it, it makes sense as other people are going through that too, where they could then go ahead and go home, take care of what they need to do with their family and what needs to happen uh, instead of putting so much stress on, on everybody. And there's, there's no doubt it. A lot of the ways I did it brought about extra stress, not only to the family, to myself, you know, and to the business. So uh, that's, a, it's, it's a really good input. Um, you know, have you, have you heard from, from guys? It's, it's a very well-received thing, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's the thing. You just come across as fair. You understand, well, you know, look, if anybody's trying to tell themselves as a business owner, logically a reason to detail cars on Christmas Eve, you're, you're trying to justify your actions by this roundabout way of why you should do something. Now, if you, the owner, wants to go detail on Christmas Eve, be my guest. But we hear from guys all the time. I hire people. They don't stay. I hire people. They don't stay. And they never really look at how they treat those people. They never actually take a step back and say, hey, am I being fair to them? And let me tell you, people want to spend time with their friends and family around holidays. So if you start from that basis and you're asking people to work really major holidays, I'm not talking about, you know, Columbus Day and Flag Day, and but we know the major holidays. Think about the major holidays. And like I said, there's not... 10 of them, there's three or four. Is this the time to push somebody? Is this the time to say, I want to make my team members come in? Because even think about this. I mean, Walmart gets a ton of heat about the hours they make people work around the holidays. We aren't. Yeah, the other would be is, well, hey, if you're going to make them work on that day, should they get that extra pay, you know, holiday type pay? But then they would say, ah, it's, you know, it's not the actual holiday. I think they should just adapt it. I think it's a really great suggestion. But let's let's go to you personally, though. All right. Yeah. So you're a very driven guy, right? I mean, a lot of people yeah. can see that. Uh, how, how do you let's go you in the past couple of years? How have you been doing it? And then we'll go into now that you've got a family, what that looks like, uh, you know, having yeah. a daughter. So the, the big thing for me was, again, rewind the clock 10 or 15 years. You know, I'm 38 now. I was 23 to 30, let's say. Uh, I thought money was the ever, everything. I mean, I really did. And by the way, I didn't even like money to go buy stuff. I just liked money. Like, I just want, you know, I wasn't like a materialistic guy. I just loved money. I just wanted to keep working and keep working and keep working. And I thought there was no limit to it. The problem is friendships, family relationships, everything kind of goes with that, right? Like you can get into some spots where you don't see family for quite some time. You don't see your friends. And so for me, I never actually shut down. But if I go to my last five years, uh, my last five years, if, if my team is not working, I, I try to shut down the best I can. Now, <laughs> as a business owner, do I ever really get to shut it off? Probably not because some of my customers are my friends and they'll text me questions during a holiday or, Hey, I, my, my son wrecked it. I mean, this is one I get all the time. I just bought my kid a bike and now he scratched my car, getting it out of the garage Christmas morning. I literally have probably had that like six or seven different times. I just gave my 16 year old, a kid, a car for Christmas. He backed it out of the driveway, hit the gate. Now we got a problem, you know, can you shut off 100%? I'm not built that way. 
But I also don't think returning a text message is work. Some people do. I don't have that feeling because if I'm sitting with my family and I'm watching a game or whatever during Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, I don't think returning a text message is that big a deal. Now, am I going to get on a phone and have a two-hour phone conversation about something that doesn't ultimately matter that much? No, I kind of draw a line at that, but I'll return a text message or two, an email or two. I can never 100% unplug, but I would say 95% I unplug if if I take this time off with my team because I know we're going to hit it hard when we come back. So that little bit of break is nice, but it's never 100% break if that makes sense well and i would think here's here's a great analogy to me the way i look at it you know if, if we're going to consider this a marathon in a sense right if, if we're in business long term uh I, I got this lesson as i started getting into mountain biking and getting into biking when you go up and down hills uh a lot of times you would come down a hill you would just kind of coast right you, you take your feet and you wouldn't pedal anymore well, in order to actually build up the stamina and to make yourself continue, it's, it's actually just proven to be easier on yourself to push in through the longer terms is to not coast, is to keep pedaling. You just don't have to pedal as hard going downhill, but as long as you keep moving your feet, then it's not that stagnant, okay, start it back up again, stagnant, start it back up again. It's more of a faster and then just a little bit slower, faster and just a little bit slower, pump harder going up the hills, just pump a little bit less going down the hills, but your body stays moving. And, and I think that that really helps us with our minds. Uh, at least for me, it does. You know, if, if I completely try to tune out and I just going to say, Hey, I'm going to watch movies all day and hang out with my family and, and really not do anything but that. Well, does that mean the next morning I can just kick it right in gear? Does it then take me a couple hours, mostly all the way through the morning to kind of, and everybody always talks about that first day back, right? That first day back is always tough. Well, is it so tough because you're having to reboot? You're having to restart. Whereas if we would have just kept going, we just might've just gone a little bit less. Now, this is a completely different theory for a lot of people that, you know, listen, if, if you don't have everything right, in a sense, with communication with the family and communication with people that are in your house, with everybody is on the same page of what you're doing, everybody understands it's the business, you know, if, if you don't have that, boy, it creates a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. Nick, I think that's something that you and I'll dive into over the next couple of weeks is, is, you know, really trying to understand how to build that uh, side of our life so that, you uh, you know, the business side doesn't take the hit, but it can be very difficult for people that are about to go into some serious lockdown times, right? We even hear of spouses who, you know, turn phones off for their husbands that, you know, lock out stuff, right? Uh, Can, can really create an interesting dynamic for the business or not for the business. So it, you know, we, we just hope as far as for myself is concerned that, that I can just at least do some, right. Which is what I've, I've, I've said that for, for years. I mean, I work through every vacation. I work through every holiday, but as you said, it doesn't always feel like work just yeah. making a comment or, or just answering a call or, you know, I, I still edit stuff or I'll still put together things because the cool part is, is if you work from your phone, Hey, while everybody else is 
on playing on social. I just would rather work on social. Yeah. Why is that any different? You know? Yeah. I kind of look at it. You know, I like, I like what you said is, is that I, you know, I slow down, you know, I know we're going into a vacation time where Pete, you know, and it is valuable 10 years, 12 years, 15 years into your business, stepping back because you want to believe that I have enough okay, momentum but stepping in my back business. for a lot of people. And I, that's why I'm going to have you explain it. Stepping back for a lot of people means completely removing oh, themselves. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. I was going to get to what you just said. I hear the whole, you know, people unplug their phone. People have their spouse unplug their phone, turn off their phone, unplug them. They got logins, whatever. If you're doing that, that's not going to work long-term. I, let me just be the first to tell you that's not going to work long-term. I don't know a single successful client of mine that ever unplugs. Let me just be very clear about that. When you become a business owner, the idea that you're ever hundred percent off the grid is completely false. Okay. Not if you want to be successful, plenty of average business owners take a lot of time off. Great. We're not, I don't, I'm not, I don't do average. You know, I have a fairly large company. We have really big boy clientele. You want to do level on, do business on that, that type of level. Those guys don't go on vacation. They might be on their boat, but let me tell you that phone works on the boat. That phone works on the plane that they're working. Mm -hmm. And I don't care how many zeros are next to their net worth. They're working. Doesn't mean they're not going to enjoy themselves, but that's the holiday season for me. Do I unplug? No. Do I go down to five to 10% capacity? Probably. Probably because look, my, my clients are enjoying their family and friends as well. So they're not thinking about me and blowing up my phone. Uh, but if something happens, I'm there. Right. So, so that's, that's maintaining the business. It. But so do you spend time, which is a suggestion that I'll, I'll, I'll have in a, in a Mogi motivation where we talk about uh, prepping, right? So oh, yeah. using that time, not so much for the service side of it, but maybe using that time to go and find new ideas, find little things that you want to spend your, t- you know, if you're going to go ahead and take that time, that's, that would be the way of, okay, you're not doing the same thing that you normally do. And this is where guys, I think we, we love to look at, you know, have those cliche things like don't work in your business, work on your business, Baga. Yeah. yeah. All, you yeah know, all those weird things. Uh, you know, it's a fun thing to say, but, that's to me when it comes down to it, when I, when I can step away, meaning out of that daily of cleaning the car of, of sending the emails, you know, all the regular stuff that you do. And if you're going to take a holiday for me, I look at it and go, you know, that's a good time to then maybe dream, maybe forecast, maybe especially going into the season of what we're going to have for 2021. It's a, it's a probably a good time to start really planning of what are some ways to really grow my business and really step out and, and get going. So I would say that would be a great little homework assignment or something that people, you know, if, if you want to step away from your business, you want to step out of that daily grind, if you want to call it a grind, uh, I call it a climb. But if you want to step out of that, I would say, yeah, and you still want to work on your business, that's what I would do is go into some type of spend time looking at things you might want to do for your business. Is there a a new revenue stream you want to create? Is there a a new customer base you'd like to go after? 
all right, great. Well, that means you're going to have to create all new images. It means you're going to have to create all new, like there's a whole lot of work that goes into it. Oh yeah. It might be a pretty good time. You know, Hey, you're not cleaning a rim, but you could look at, you know, maybe yeah. video editing software that'll help you show your rim cleaning for more customers in 2021. But I, but I think it's the biggest part of it is if you want to have a team, it's great that you do this, give them the time away. Don't text them. Don't call them. Make sure that you give them the time. Yeah. And there's a difference between you, the business owner and the team member. And this is where guys get confused. This is where every beginner struggles. Every single one of us did this. They aren't the business owner. You can't ask them to do business owner type stuff. Giving up holidays and all that, that's business owner stuff. You're not going to find too many team members that want to do that. And that's their prerogative. You can't be offended by it. You can't get mad by it. You, you, you can't do that. And, and that's the hard lesson I learned. And so I take this time away, you know, let them take it away. Even some of my guys who I know want to work, you know, they're being forced. Like I got a couple of guys I know would love to work. Hey man, we're, we're done. Cause I know long-term they would resent me if I made them work. So I play this game a lot better 10 years in, and that should be the goal, right? If you're in your third year of business and you're doing the holidays the exact same way, my guess is you aren't learning. So actually take the holidays as a learning experience and say, okay, am I adjusting? Am I handling them the same way? It's a good barometer for the rest of your business. Yeah. Nick, thank you as always for your time, man. I, I wish you and uh, your family the most amazing, merry, happy Christmas holiday season. <laughs> And a uh, festive new year. You got it, brother. I'll see you next week. All right, man. Have a great day. All right, man. You too. Okay. Episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, and find us on TikTok. It would mean the world to me. Ooh.